Kevin. Yeah. There he is. There he is. Let's hit the intro. I know that voice. There he is. This is the Kid Carson Show. On Z95.3. Here's Kid Carson and Jordan McCloskey. Wow, this is cool. Kevin Smith. How you doing, man? Kids, I am doing wonderful, man. The only downside uh, is that I'm not in Vancouver for the opening of movies. Vancouver being the cradle of my civilization where my career kind of begins because I attended Vancouver Film School. It would have been a joy to actually be sucking back a, a cow tipper or a, a cock smoker, which is a real sandwich, <laughs> right there on really? slide. Oh, my right. God. Yeah. Kevin, what so do they taste like? They yeah, taste amazing, luscious, my friends, in your mouth. <laughs> Were you more oh, curious about the cow tipper or the cock Well, the, 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 the cock Can we say that on radio? No, we'll the leave it out. Smoker. 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 Sorry, Sorry. Cock smoker. Oh, what did I say? Oh, Sorry. wow. Smoker. We sm- it's okay to tell you, kids, uh, I used to go buy comics on Granville at Golden Age Collectibles back when I went to film school in Vancouver in 1992. So when they told me where the location was going to be, I was all titillated. And you can say that on the radio because it's a legit word. I was so titillated <laughs> because that was right from where, right where the young Kev learned his craft on the, on the mean streets of Vancouver, man, where you can't even take a car on Granville. Only special buses that's to true. travel on that. <laughs> he knows the city. Yeah, exactly. That, that comic that's book my, story. That's me proving my bona fides right there. That comic book store is, is still there, Kevin. I got, I got to imagine that sold at least a few more movie meals, man. People going like, he knows a lot about Granville. That's pretty <laughs> he <cool>. knows. <laughs> oh, wow. He, that, that comic book store is still there, Kevin. And uh, I bought a vintage uh, uh, Betty and Veronica double digest the other day because I wanted to are show. You, are they? Uh, I'm still stuck on. They're still there. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's right by the well. Dublin's calling now, but it's. Uh, do they do the posters still on the wall? That was one of my favorite features. Yeah, and they, they sell posters still too. I bought one of my sons a poster. Uh but yeah, it's it's like a it's a two floor thing, right? Going on? Oh my god, they've that that's an expansion from when I was a kid. One floor. Wow. One of their I mean, number one, that's where I went for my comics and, and you gotta remember, like I was a, a stranger in a strange land, a kid from New Jersey. I didn't know anybody, and so I was looking for normalcy in Vancouver and at least weekly comics was something normal my whole life had been upended because i you know went to film school and i was not that kind of person to just like pick up and start a new life so comics were like ah this feels a bit like home but this place was exotic because they also sold scripts so you could buy a screenplay for a movie like you know the roger corman fantastic four or yeah. i think i bought a copy of silence of the lamb screenplay there uh, at one point I don't know if they still do screenplays, like bootleg screenplays, man. It was like so amazing. You can't wow. do that kind of stuff really? nowadays. It, it was crazy. so Yeah, that was a golden age collectible. I still have a bag somewhere in my house with their old logo on it, like this duck. Um, it, you know, special memories for me. Obviously, I'm sorry, kids. I'm a stone 50-year-old man. And I'm taking a long, unnecessary walk down memory lane. <laughs> oh, That's only interesting to me. Everyone else is just like, move on. Talk about the... Canucks, for heaven's sake. <laughs> but no, it was funny because I was as you were talking with that Vancouver nostalgia, there's like a guy you know, I think um, uh, Seth Rogen, who I yeah. think you've worked with. He's got a, a famous picture on Twitter with uh, an old toilet seat covered in Z95.3 stickers, which is the radio station we're on right now. And he's posted that recently. And of course, it gets everyone in Vancouver excited to see a, a Hollywood guy. And are representing Vancouver and in our bosses really excited. Oh, he gets, our boss gets <laughs> yeah, no excited. doubt. Oh my God, talk about a free ad and stuff. <laughs> it's uh, on, and it's so, on the toilet too. 
and, and a legit relevant <laughs> right. uh, celebrity as opposed to like the, you know, hey, I got a fast food pop up. Remember me kind of kind of guy. No. You're getting that's a quality <laughs> like uh, shout out from a from a, a celebrity with a damn pulse and stuff. But also like his whole, you know, I know I know he is up here or down here now, but his whole production company's Paul called Point Gray for heaven's sakes. Like it's a big shout out. Right. To, to where he came from. That's cool. Well, I mean, Jordan and I, uh, we've, um, Jordan and I in the room, we've been best friends for like 26 years. And we grew up together watching your movies, like Chasing Amy and Clerks and, and all, Mall Rats. I mean, so like the chance to talk to you together is a special treat yeah, we, we were just saying, waiting for you, Kevin. The kid was just going, oh, remember that scene and uh, Chasing Amy, the, 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 the rain scene with the, the goateed Ben Affleck? He's, he, oh, used, yeah. he used to make mixed love Remember the breakup scene? I made just, one. One you, romantic And he tape. put that scene as like an interlude before the song started. <laughs> oh, on like a mixtape? Yeah. That is no, awesome. he, he did that man. when you broke up that's, with... That's humiliating. Up with? I don't mention her name. Crystal. <laughs> Crystal. That's embarrassing. But it, that, I, I, I relate to that, man. I made so many mixtapes back in the day. That's how I got to be a filmmaker and stuff. So if you think I'm a bad filmmaker, imagine how terrible my mixtapes were. Right. But I used to mix dialogue in as well. I remember making a mixtape for... Uh, my ex-girlfriend, Kim Lochran, and I put in some dialogue from uh, Roger Rabbit as well. Like when Jessica Rabbit, like uh, Bob Hoskins, like, Why, what do you see in that guy anyway? And she's all serious. She goes, he makes me laugh. I put that on there. That was my dialogue. <laughs> so, you, you know, having... Oh, Hearing that you did that with my stuff, oh, yeah. is chasing Amy. Oh, that was oh a Kevin, and he would, you would also put a cover. You'd make a cover, like a cover. For yeah, that's where you got to express your your artistic side. Oh, right. Yeah. So, are you gosh, feeling okay, Kevin? Because I, I I follow you on Instagram, and you you had a procedure done, and you couldn't smoke weed for I think it was like a couple weeks. It was one week I had to oh. take off because um, uh, I had periodontal surgery. I feel great. My guy was like fantastic at what he does, but. Um, the one week off from weed was interesting just by virtue of the fact that I wasn't like climbing the walls and, and, and pounding my veins looking for THC. The thing that I craved the most still was like sugar and fats, man, which to me indicates that number one, you can't really be a marijuana addict. It's impossible. But number two, if I'm an addict of anything, man, it's like bad foods that nearly kill me and stuff like that. So it was uh, it was enlightening. It was nice to be a master, you know, uh, of discipline to be like, look at me. I don't need to smoke weed. But, you know, I, it really was a boring life. It's like eating spaghetti with no sauce. Uh, like, <laughs> why, would, why would you bother? Like, you could do it. You know, of course, you could choke down spaghetti without sauce. But like, just don't make sense. Why would you do it when there's sauce right there? And it's sauce is going to make it better. And sauce is, is adds the spice of life. So that's what it felt like for me. And my first joint back. A lot of people are like, oh, you're going to be high as giraffe balls. I wasn't. Like, you know, just, I got a decent high. They, they overpromised, man. You know, I don't know why I listen to internet, the side chair doctors, you know, armchair doctors telling me like, oh, it's going to be amazing. Like somebody told me to like, oh, you should try a tincture. I did. It did nothing and stuff. But the uh, smoking my first joint was not like, oh, my God, look at this. I've reached a whole new plane. I was like, oh, it's Monday. <laughs> well this is the city in vancouver where there's like sauce on every corner i know yeah. my god i was there the day it went legal kids like uh the day that you guys made it legal i finished a episode of directing an episode of supergirl and i say directing in air quotes and shit because you barely do anything but sorry <laughs> for the curse but the uh i i uh i was finished with the episode and two three days later 
Canada was going weed legal. So I was like, I'm going to be here for this historic event, man, because I assumed there'd be like parties in the streets and whatnot. And there I'm in Vancouver and there was like nothing. I kept telling people on the streets, I'm like, it's legal today. And they're like, oh, it is then, is it? And they just move <laughs> Take on. off, eh? Nothing's changed. The place, place that I went to buy weed all the time instantly got shut down at midnight. So the nearest place you could buy weed was way out of town and there was a big ass line that like they showed on the news so thank god i still had a pre-legal weed that i could smoke on the day that canada went legal because it was it was tough to find uh weed legal weed in vancouver on that day as i'm sure you guys well know well jordan's just discovered weed yeah i just started and i do the packs oh, welcome welcome my fellow green oh Travis yes but, but but i get the martha stewart weed it's like called balance and it's really it's, it's balances <laughs> you out it's, if it's got a name, it could be a little uh, a bougie and have a name like that. That's okay. As long <laughs> as it does what it's supposed to do. It makes you a better person. Makes you calmer. Makes you cool, smooth, but, but selected. I, but, but you're I not do get the... high. You know what? Teenagers <laughs> get high. That's for kids. That's you know true. what? You're getting centered. Yes. <laughs> oh, I like it's balanced. Yeah. But it's but, uh, so but I'm, I'm trying to like my wife, uh, she immigrated from Russia. We were together and she's never smoked weed. So I feel like I am. Well, quite frankly, I feel like I'm Jane Silent Bob with her. Like you're an OG. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> here, honey, I take know. some balance. Could, could you imagine? She must look at you like, look at look, look at this cosmopolitan man. <laughs> yeah, this I do. I do feel that. Canadian man. He's shown me the world by way of balance. I feel like oh balance. <laughs> balance. <laughs> it's true. Balance oh and some cush one. I don't know what it is. Well, you know what, man? You get really baked with your wife. You get yourself some movies. And you don't even have to leave to do it, man. Skip the dishes. We'll bring it right to their dairy. See how I brought this it This right is the back. best yeah. idea ever. I love this this concept of taking a, a fictitious fast food chain from your movies. How many movies has movies been featured in? Uh, let me see. We started in Dogma, and then it was in Jane's back in 1999, so over 20 years ago, kids. Wow. Uh, Dogma, Jane, Silent Bob, Strike Back. It was in Clerks too, and then most recently we had it in Jane, Silent Bob Reboot. But in uh, back in, like, I guess it was May of 2020, um, we opened up in the middle of the pandemic, this kind of, uh, first it was just on Postmates where you could order a movie's meal to your house. And then Derek, who's our partner, had a kitchen and he was like, let's just turn it into a pop-up for real. People could pop in, grab their food, take pictures at various selfie stations and stuff. So it, you know, we meant to do it for like a month in Los Angeles, went two months. Then somebody at Reggiani's in New Jersey, a pizza restaurant, reached out and said, hey, can we do that here? And, and is in Red Bank, like right near our store and stuff, the heart of Jay and Silent Bob country. So that went very well. Then we did Chicago, uh, Toronto, which I didn't get to go to because the PM won't let me across your border because I'm filled with filthy COVID. Uh, then we did uh, <laughs> Phoenix. We did Minneapolis as well. Um, and uh, we do, uh, I, I go to Orlando to see my mother for the first time in months during this quarantine, but uh, also to open the movies pop up in Orlando on Friday. And now you guys have it up in Vancouver, but it's heartbreaking for me because I would love to be there for it, to have a, to eat a cow tipper, you know, where I learned to be who I was. No doubt. Like, yeah, that's, could you imagine how meta that is? That's like closing a loop on the universe. I mm. guess I'm big, but it makes sense when you follow along. It, it's, it's like being able to be like uh, reach back to a certain place in time to the kid who walked those streets. Like on Granville kids, I had my first McPizza 
like the McDonald's <laughs> oh, yeah. in Granville. <laughs> introduced that. Oh, my God. And I remember me and Scott Mosier. Scott Mosier, who I, you know, produced all my movies in the beginning and then did Smodcast with me. Now he's he co-directed the Grinch cartoon that came out years ago, made a bunch of money. Scott Mosier and I walking, you know, uh, away from film school, go to Granville, buy our comics. And we see in the window at that McDonald's, which used to be on the corner. Now it's like in a building or something like that. They got McPizza. And I'm like, oh, my God, the world has just changed for the better. And we sat in the spinny chairs looking out on Granville, eating McPizza, feeling like lords of Vancouver, man. Now, <laughs> McPizza don't exist and will never exist again. And that moment was frozen in time. Being able to bring a movies right to Dublin calling on Smythe, so damn close to Granville. That's as close as I'll ever get to eating McPizza with Mosier. Uh, back in 1992 and that oh, kind of thing's important the older you get and survive heart attacks and stuff moments like that become more important <laughs> what, what's on the menu what can we get excited about ordering what's your favorite easy item? food that'll kill a man no uh, there's <laughs> lots of lots of tasty fast food fake authentic fake fast food as we call it and we also offer vegan options of it so we had a, a, a large version of a you know a multi-patty hamburger called the cow tipper which was featured in clerks too so we've got a regular cow tipper where you can buy a cow tipper with Beyond Meat because I, I got to have a vegan side of the menu because I'm vegan. Oh, uh, you're we vegan. Have the oh, interesting. Yeah, you just turned vegan, right, Kevin? Like a year ago? Or well, something. about three years ago now. Oh, three, three years, years ago, ago, I had wow. a heart attack. Yeah. So uh, I went vegan right after that in, in an effort to kind of stay alive. And so far, so good, man. Like you know, there's enough alternatives in our in our not in our plant-based world where i don't really miss anything so but on you know when when derek was like let's do movies i was like can we at least have food that i would eat as well not just the hater tots which are you know tater tots but renamed as seen in jay and silent bob reboot and so uh we were able to come up with a vegan side of the menu which is uh, you know i was pretty happy with so everywhere we go for our movies i can i can say that i eat there it's not just me like crusty peddling crusty burger and not eating it like, i can actually eat this stuff so is this your foray into like like are you trying to do a wall burgers kevin where you have My like foray into relevancy kids <laughs> like, this, this me trying to stay alive in this cold heartless world um yeah i, I don't know if it's wall burgers but if we got a tv show out of this oh my god that'd be amazing oh that'd be cool but everybody gave us a tv show once with comic book man we got lucky with that show i can't imagine they're like Let's follow your old ass adventures again, 50 year old man. So I, I doubt it'll result in a Wahlburgers. But what's fun about it is like, you know, Wahlburgers, they got to put up roots and, and, you know, hope that a business works. This is like a pop up. So you go to an existing restaurant, you reskin it. Essentially, they cosplay as movies. You're in and out in a week. What's been great for the restaurateurs is like, you know, you get an influx of business. We're talking like 2,500 to 5,000 meals over the course of like a week, a week and a half or something, and an influx of business. And our people apparently tip very well. Like apparently, you know, a lot of these orders are you prepay and you pick it up. It's a reservation system. You can't get in line. It's like you make a reservation and show up. But the people who are buying the food and whatnot, they're tipping out their servers. Like, I, you know, in the first week of orders, I think Stuart was telling me you got like 10, you got very generous fans. They've tipped out like 10,000 bucks to the staff so far, you know, in advance. Wow. So that's money they could count on. Mm. So it's like, it doesn't make, I'll be honest with you. Like the restaurant ain't going to make me rich by any stretch of the imagination. The, like, you know, the deal you set up at the restaurants, all their stuff, all their stock. So you take like a tiny percentage and then you get like, you know, one of the sweetest plums, which is sell a bunch of souvenirs and stuff. Mm. It's been beneficial for the actual restaurants like we did in Minneapolis first Avenue where like if you ever saw purple rain Prince and the time battled at first Avenue 
Um, we were able to do a movies pop up there like during December and they were like, we were going to have to like fire everybody. We'd been closed for a month. Nobody had any Christmas money. And they're like, you guys bringing this here made a difference. So it, it's been this cool model where it's like organically great for whoever's hosting us. We don't have to go out of our way. We're not like, where to next? Like people ask us and it's like, all right, do we want to go to Iowa? All right, well, let's try going to Iowa or something like that. And so far it's been fun. And, and in a world where we haven't, Jay and I have been able to do live performance stuff because so many venues have been closed down. It's a fun way to interact with the fans as well. We show up for the grand opening usually can't in Vancouver because we're not allowed up there, but we show up, cut the ribbon, take pictures, you know, for the first day and then head out and stuff. So it's also been great to get in touch with the fan base and you get to see families, man, because it's not like, you know, come see my movie and don't bring your little kids. Like it's a fake restaurant so they can bring their kids. And, and in a, in the pandemic, it's just weird enough and different enough that people are like, Oh, I'll, I'll do this. This seems kind of fun. Like if it wasn't pandemic, I'm sure this thing would have died a long time ago but because there's <laughs> very little to do. People are like, Oh my God, I'll go to a fake fast food joint. That'll <laughs> be different in the last three weeks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, awesome. Yeah. You, you get a Dude, huge our, fan base. Our, our faces lit up when we heard about this. Yeah. Like, what? It was like, it's, it was uh, it was great news. So, and, and what a great time to to help restaurants out too, because it's been such a weird time for restaurants to to stay afloat. So to be able to, for some restaurants to be able to do this. It really is. It's like, you know, we take it for granted because most of us are staying home and ordering our food and, and whatnot. But like, you know, the, the margins on that food that they're selling you, they're not getting rich themselves anymore and stuff. So it's nice to be able to like, you know, it wasn't the intention. I wasn't like, I'm not save restaurants, man. Like I'm not the dude from Barstool Sports. Those guys are doing, you know, they raised like millions of bucks for, for restaurants and stuff during the pandemic. But it's just nice to be able to like do a little thing where we're having a good time and it also helping people out, uh, you know, at the same time. What could we look forward to with uh, Kevin Smith? In the upcoming year or two, it's He Man, right? He Man's coming out. Yeah, he. Uh, our show on Netflix, uh, Masters of the Universe, is going to be coming pretty darn soon. What are we in March? We're not too far away from it. They haven't announced the date yet, but we're not too far away from it. Um, we've been working on that for the better part of like two years. It is tremendous. Bear McCreary is doing our score. He scored Battlestar Galactica, which shot right up there in Vancouver and stuff. He scored Outlander. He scored so many things. Um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He wrote a score for this cartoon that like is better than we deserve, man. Honestly, it like feels like it could be attached to a motion picture. So um, it, we got an incredible cast like Mark uh, Hamill is doing a uh, Skeletor. Oh, wow. Lena Headey from Game of Thrones is doing Evil Lynn. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar is Artila. Um, uh, Chris Wood is our Prince Adam slash He-Man. Stephen Root is our Cringer. Henry Rollins is our triclops like the cast oh, is cool. just oh my crazy god great. i hadn't heard so, of this uh, it's gonna be a real fun show if you knew that show at all like it's a direct sequel to the kids cartoon just kind of a little more grown up with stakes so all the same characters just with you know kind of modern artwork there's two different versions there's a cg cartoon called he-man and the masters of the universe which is also going to be on netflix they come right after us that's kind of an all family thing ours is a uh, family for sure but it's definitely for the family uh, who, you know, their parents grew up watching the cartoon in, in the 80s. It's oh, a that's very my family. That's yeah. totally so me. That. And then June, we start shooting, I think, knock wood, uh, June or July, we start shooting Clerks 3. So hopefully that's how wow. I spend the rest of the year. Yeah, that'd be, that's that's the aim. And so cool. it's looking better and better. So, so I mean, now you're talking to two Canadians, the True, no the True North trilogy. Is Moose Jaws ever going to happen? 
Boost jaws will absolutely happen. Oh. It just frustrates me that such a low-hanging fruit, great idea is still taking time to put the financing together. But I honestly feel like in the wake of Clerks 3, anything is going to be possible, and that's going to be very easy to find money for moose jaws. Awesome. What's moose jaws? It's, moose it's, jaws is jaws, but with a moose instead of a shark. That's <laughs> exactly it. What a the movie I was genius. born to make, for heaven's sakes. And it's like True a trilogy. Canadian classic by a kid from New Jersey. He did like Tusk, Yoga Hosers, and this was going to yeah. complete the trilogy. The and, True North trilogy. Oh, my God. Look at you. You did your homework. Yes, this would complete the True <laughs> no, North trilogy. I love Tusk. I, I was a huge fan of, of Tusk. And... Uh, yeah, so I was. I've been waiting for this this moose jaws. So it's good to hear. It's such, it's a, such a sweet Canadian way of saying like I did not like yoga hose. I knew you were going to say Tusk. that. I knew he was going to say that. No, 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 no. I liked it too. See, Tusk is is a weird, wonderful movie. You don't have to even like the stuff I do to kind of like Tusk. It's it is very much like a, a, a WTF, like an art school flick. When you look at it, it's got it's got it's it's courageous for what it is. And the and the end, the credits. He's with, uh, was it Hollywood Babylon? Is that what you guys were? No, it was me and Scott Mosier. Oh, the- Vancouver, uh, felt, where, is it, where is he from? Point Moody. Point Moody's own Scott Mosier, ladies and gentlemen. And they're just uh, talking about I, doing a show, like a movie, and this is what it became, like that one episode yeah, you guys doing did. doing an episode of Smodcast, and, and I think it was Smodcast 259. And uh, that's kind of where like the movie was born. So I put at the, during the credits, you can like hear us going like goofing going like oh it could be this it could be this and it's literally what you just watched (laughs) so so cool awesome well dude i mean what a pleasure to talk to you we've been fans for for so many years we've watched all your movies my buddy jordan i here and i've watched all your movies together so it's fun to talk to you together and hopefully hopefully our pm will let you cross the border at some point i know i can't wait to get back i mean honestly if like uh if i could get another gig directing like a supergirl or flash that's what used to bring me up there all the time that might be the only way across the border but then they're gonna put me in quarantine for like a month on either end and stuff so they lock you in a a quarantine facility now (laughs) yeah exactly i'm I'm in a small canadian cell and they're like here's your aluminum foil blanket go to sleep And Trudeau's, out, Trudeau's the concierge. Yeah. Their version of harsh is they put me up in the Sutton Place Hotel and be like, there, just <laughs> yeah. stay there until you're ready. Right, exactly. exactly. Right on. Well, dude, what else? Any more questions? No. Just, it, oh. you're, next time you're up, come see us. Hang out. Oh, come love on to the show. I'll come in. In a heartbeat, I'll absolutely come in. In the meantime, anyone who wants to order some movies, go to moviespopup.com. Or if you want to order it right to your door, just go to Skip the Dishes, man. Skip the Dishes delivers from March 15th on. Dude, a real pleasure, an honor. Kevin's totally. with everybody. There Good. we go, buddy. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Woo! Thanks Kevin. Talk Excellent to you soon. Talk to me. Have a great day. You too, man. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.